This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast. Kevin and Chuck. Today is part two of the EMP episode. So what happened is I was waiting for this book because I knew the book would change it all. If I actually had some information, it wasn't talking out of my ass. Yeah, because it seems like everything that I looked at, it was just a bunch of people like making guesses. Nobody and really knew shit. There was contradictions everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we had concerns. We wanted to get deeper into it. So we tried to talk more on the uh, conspiracy end last episode. Yeah, I think we talked a lot about what an EMP was. Yeah, well, the um, general the knowledge. chances of it happening. What we right. knew. Right. But we didn't want to, you know, leave things to chance. So... I found this book online. I kept searching. I'm like, who's got what? You know, everybody has their opinions and fiction and whatever. But uh, there's a guy, Bobby Ackart, and he has the Prepping for Tomorrow series. And he's got a book on, like, cyber attacks and all these uh, economic collapse. And guess what? EMPs. So I read the book. I got to the meat within the nut. Um big thing i know we did an episode way back on uh um faraday cages right so right that was just a short little one right short you know i think it was like a 10 minute thing Mm -hmm. we just talked about the rough idea but actually i know you and me we put together a video Mm -hmm. guys can check out i'll put a link in the show notes um they can kind of see what we did to put together a faraday cage but I know we talked, mentioned it last week, but, you know, Michael Faraday back in, was born in like 1791. And the big thing, what a Faraday cage is and what he came up with, why he gets the credit, is he realized that an electrical conductor, such as a metal cage, when charged 
when it's charged, it only exhibits a charge on the surface. So the idea is when that pulse comes and hits whatever you make as a Faraday cage, it's going to go everywhere there's metal, but it's not going to go inside or, you know, anywhere that there's a superconductive material. Mm -hmm. So the idea is something as simple as a trash can, if you completely seal it so it can't have holes in it, um, where the lid connects, you're going to want to take like foil tape, wrap it around. What happens is when that pulse comes, it's going to go completely around the outside and stick to the metal, but it's not going to get through it. It's not going to go through it. Now, it will right. be on the inside and the outside of the metal, but it's not going to transmit frequency inside. Right. So this guy, uh, Michael Faraday, yes, he did a... Worked with uh, electricity in the the early ages of, of understanding what exactly it was and how it worked for his entire life. Yeah. And through that life work, he got a cage named after him. Got a cage, you know. Well, that's it. Huh? But hey, this guy's alive in 1790s, and we're talking about him in 2016. Right. So. Right. That's not that that much further after um, Ben Franklin was confirming that lightning was the same thing as electricity. And it's right right in the same ballpark, My so he's yeah. kind of ahead right. of his time. But maybe, all right, so he's just got a metal cage named after him. But I did hear that Einstein had three pictures of other scientists in his office, mm -hmm. and one of them, Michael Faraday. All right. So, hey, if Einstein looks to you as somebody worth noting, you've done all right. Mm -hmm. That's a little feather in the cap, right? That is. All right. So you're probably wondering, who are the other two? Who were the other two? Ah, Sir Isaac Newton would be one. Mm -hmm. And number two... You know, uh, Isaac that? Newton is, a, is a, a favorite of a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but strangely enough, he died like an 82-year-old virgin. Ooh. Because he believed like any sort of uh, bodily fluids leaving... They didn't. You couldn't. You didn't want to leave. Lose you could, those. Yeah, no. You couldn't remake those. They. You just had a finite amount in your body, Ooh. and once it was gone, man, you were in trouble. I think Dirk Diggler would uh, beg to differ. Yeah, but maybe with that's that. why he lived so long. Hey, there you go. Um, number three, James Clerk Maxwell. Okay. Scientist. No, no idea. idea. All right. I guess we're in agreement. Prepping badass official ruling. We'll move <laughs> on. Um. So. You know, the U.S., we try and protect our country, right? You know, they. I guess one of the things I read in there was they came up with the big, uh, they had a commission to figure out what's going on with the MPs and what we should be worried about. And then they ended up releasing the report on the same day as the 9-11 uh, commission report. Okay. Turned out people were a little more interested in what went wrong anymore. with 9-11. Mm -hmm. than they were with something they never heard of. So that was one of the pitfalls. Okay. But what's weird is it turns out countries, like basically what they get at is a lot of people in Congress seem to imply, well, it's not really a real threat. We're not worried about it. Um, but the thing is, countries like China, they're... They're setting up their whole infrastructure to withstand an EMP attack. Right. So they see it as a threat. And usually, if your enemy sees it as a threat, 
you know, that that's one of the lessons I've kind of learned in life over the years is that people who are evil, they always think the other person is going to do some shit to them. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing they would do. Right. Like, you don't walk down the street and go, I bet that guy's going to just walk up and punch me in the face. But if you are the guy <laughs> that would just walk up and punch a stranger in the face... That guy's worried. He's right. like, any motherfucker out right. here could come up and... Every thief always thinks everybody yep, else is trying to steal their shit. trying to steal from him. I was doing work in an apartment complex today. And everybody there is apparently paranoid that people are spying on them. Okay. There's an old lady who who is the... Uh, she collects the rent and whatever. I mean, uh, basically, they come to her apartment and, mm-hmm. and hand her the rent. And... They're, one of the tenants there is telling me, oh, I think she works for the CIA. And she's scoping The CIA, huh? The CIA. Yeah. And she's scoping out all of us. And then another one, they're like, yeah, I hear upstairs at night, they're drilling holes in the floor, and they're putting little cameras all around my apartment so they can watch This is me. two people in the same apartment complex? Yeah, yeah. Two, two, separate different, people? two different people. And then a third one... It's like, oh, you know, I think in the apartment next to me, they're pulling up the hardwood floors and they're putting garbage underneath and hiding it there. And I'm like, but why would you pull up the hardwood floor when there's a dumpster right It outside? seems a lot more difficult to get rid of your garbage that way. She's like, no, I'm sure. And I guess what, what they were on to is there's cameras in the... Uh, the um, CFL light bulbs because when you shut it off, it kind of keeps glowing a little bit. Oh, after yeah, and that's definitely a camera. That's so, what, yeah, that's a camera, man. <laughs> it's a camera, and I'm like, well, I guess that makes sense. And she goes, and there, the mirror in my bathroom, the vanity, they have a camera in there because I see it flash sometimes. Oh. And I'm like, wait, is that when cars go by with their headlights and they shine through the window? No. No. No, that's no. the camera. <laughs> that's it's the camera. So what my point is, is people who would do something for Well, up, I don't know. Do you, if you've ever worked a camcorder or okay. some sort of a, you know that randomly a flash goes off with that, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Now you're getting it. Right. Kevin, now you're starting to see what's happening here. So... Anyway, moving right along. So China's very worried, and they're setting up their infrastructure to handle it. Now, Russia, on the other hand, they're very worried that their military could withstand an EMP attack. Right, right. And their government buildings. Right. I've seen about As far as the people, they're like, you know, we haven't worried about the people ever before. Why the hell would we... Well, I mean, the same thing is going on here. They're spending a lot of money hardening the, uh, the military. Military. Now... You say that, but do you know about the super EMP? Oh, I didn't know about this. Oh, oh see? This sounds like something that's made up. China China is not messing around. And they said, even though you might harden your shit, we're that much better. And they're putting things together where they can actually get through, you know, the basic insulation and things that we're doing to protect things they're willing to go above and beyond mm-hmm. so whatever that's in the future i don't know the details of how they're making that work i just know they have plans 
and I've been working hard at it. All right. So now let's say let's say um, you know we have an EMP uh, go off over the United States. Right, and well, being a prepper, we want to get ready ahead of, ahead of time. All right, well, the government planned a little bit. So we do okay. have NORAD is back in Cheyenne Mountain. Right. Because they had actually moved it out for a while. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know either. That's what I read. What do I know? And NORAD... Sounds like government propaganda. Definitely EMP hardened and ready to go. Okay. So we're good there. Now, you're saying, what would we do? How what do we would, protect what ourselves? What would I do? What would you do? Oh, so that's different than other people. Um, well, there's a couple things we could do. Um, now, what? Let's yeah. let's start off here. What's what are the things that are uh, susceptible to uh, to EMPs? Are our cars going to work? Do we know? Do we know if the car is going to start up in the morning? Do you know how many books I've read and how many things I've looked into on this? And yeah. as we discussed in the last episode. Still, nobody really knows. We're just cars. not sure. I was talking to a crazy uh, electrician the other day, and he was telling yes. me positively, your car is gonna not work anymore. Positively. Positively, and I think he was full of shit. Right. I think your car is gonna be fine. I think your car might stall out if you're driving it. Uh, planes. Most people say they're they're gonna be you're gonna be in in uh, a bad place if you're in an airplane. Uh, fuselage not going to work so well as a as a Faraday cage. All right, well you got the windows. It's going to blow right through the mm. windows, right? Right. Um, let's see. Now uh, people say, oh, you know they can handle lightning strikes, but they have lightning antennas on there. Right. That's why. Right. And and if you have something plugged into your a surge protector and your house gets struck by lightning or a wire gets struck by lightning all the things on your surge protector are going to be safe but if there's an emp right that's that surge protector isn't going to do anything right um you're going to fry all your electronics anything with a with a you know small wires anything that's stamped out so sorry back to when you were telling me about the cars so they tested 37 cars in an emp simulated lab with automobile vintages ranging from 1986 to 2002. Now, luckily, I have vehicles in that era, all right? Automobiles of this vintage include extensive electronics and represent a significant fraction of automobiles on the road today. The testing was conducted by exposing running and non-running automobiles to sequentially increasing EMP field intensities. Um, the testing of the particular automobile was stopped once they started seeing damage. Um, automobiles, blah, blah, blah. Um, under both engine turned off and engine turned on conditions, no effects were observed in the automobiles that were not turned on during the EMP exposure. Okay, so a car that's not running survived in this test. Okay. The most serious effect observed on running automobiles was the motors in three cars stopped at field strengths of approximately 30,000 kilovolts, or 30 kilovolts. Um, in an actual EMP exposure, the vehicles would glide to a stop 
and then require the car to be restarted. So it's basically it's stalling. They're stalling out, and you have to start it again. Yeah. Electronics in the dashboard of one automobile was damaged and required repair. Other effects were relatively minor. 25 automobiles exhibited malfunctions that could be considered only a nuisance. Okay. So your radio so, stopped working, air conditioner or something like that. That's the official ruling. Um, All right. So our car is safe. We just have a problem with uh, getting gas out of a pump to fill it up afterwards. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's that's pretty so much what I Keep your tank topped off, right? That sounds right. So you were asking um, what types of electronics were affected, right? Right. So what they have is I, I came up with a list of stuff that should be put in a Faraday cage. Okay. Because these are things that are going to be affected, and I decided to focus on things right. that are relevant that we should be thinking about, right? So hearing aids. All right, that would okay. be a problem. Um, electronic blood pressure machine. Uh, thermometers, but like the digital kind. I don't know. Okay. Just have a regular thermometer, you know? I <laughs> that just sounds stupid. Uh, defibr- defibrillators, defibrillators. Blood sugar testers. All right. Now, I know they had some old school blood sugar testers that weren't digital. Mm-hmm. You could Obviously, those would be fine. But your little digital prick, and uh, that's not going to work anymore. Uh, Radios, so you want to store maybe solar radios, hand cranks, CBs, that kind of stuff you want to put in your car. Because you're not going to be able to plug it in when you take it out if if, Uh, uh, the grid's down. Same thing. I know it kind of counts as the same two-way communication radios, those hand-held walkie-talkies, that kind okay. of stuff. That might be good yeah. to actually communicate with I somebody I got to say, afterwards. having comms is like doubling your forces. Mm-hmm. If you can have five guys standing watch, and they're all in different areas, maybe two-man teams. So you have ten people spread out in two-man teams. Mm-hmm. If each one has a radio, that's like having an army of five people if they can call in backup anytime they need. Right. Um, that's huge instead of setting runners, you know. Right. <clears throat> um, uh, trail cameras would be cool, you know, the digital ones. Yeah. So something like that's going to go bad. Mm-hmm. Laptops, you know, they're done. Computers, done they're done. Um, you know, I, I read that you should stick those in the Faraday cage. Really, why? Mm-hmm. Unless it's filled with PDFs. But you know what? For the chance that it's not going to work. Right. And I'm going to be stuck. Buy freaking hard copies or print them out. Right. What what is it? Buy two freaking ink cartridges, spend forty bucks, and print out everything that was so valuable you had in your computer. Because mm-hmm. hard copies are going to be better. I buy everything in a book anyway. Um, I have some apps that are pretty cool. I I, I think I will throw a uh, iPhone. I have an old iPhone that's out of date. Mm-hmm. Um, throw some with the apps of you know. Remember I talked about that Steve Brill. Uh, you yeah. know, wild, wild man Steve Brill or whatever had the apps of foraging and like that. I'll throw it in there, but I don't need, I don't need a cell phone that's not going to call anybody. Right. That doesn't do anything for me. Right. If you um, can't connect to the internet with your smartphone, it's not very smart. They talk about, uh, you know, maybe a tablet loaded with prepper PDFs. We just talked about the same thing. Um, LED flashlights. I don't know if they would uh, survive an EMP or not. Really? Because I'm wondering a if regular the regular flashlight should be fine, right? The regular, the old school ones, 
but the LED, it is pretty fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I know light bulbs did survive, so the older, yes. The older ones should, should, should make it. Good, but right. you know what? I think I am going to throw some flashlights in there, just little mm-hmm. bonus. It's nice to have a flashlight at the end of the world. Yep. Um, battery chargers, they say standard battery charger with rechargeable batteries. I don't get it. What would be the point? Where are you going to plug it in? I don't know. That I don't know, but batteries stupid. should be fine. If you just have batteries in a drawer or something, I don't or they should see make any it fine, scenario right? where they could be damaged. Right. Um, yeah, I agree with you. So what I did find is, uh, and I know in our little preparedness uh, video, you guys can check it out. We have uh, solar battery chargers, right? And Amazon has them for like fifteen bucks. Yeah. Um, if you can do four AA or AAA at a time, I think it said it took about six hours. Now, did you see any for um, for like D batteries? I, I see most of the um, I saw them. They, the they bigger are, radios yeah. and things like that. Yeah, for the bigger. Yeah, it seems uh, like it would be a handy thing for uh, camping. Yeah, um, buy external hard drives and back up your stuff. Again, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's an EMP, I'm not like, damn, I don't have my last five years tax returns. Right, Shit. you got other things to worry about. And really, honestly, my understanding. Shouldn't a hard drive be fine? Mm-hmm. The computer might be fried. Right. But a hard drive, uh, I don't know. It's magnetic ones and zeros. A magnet can take it out. Well, it's, they don't run that way anymore, do they? Is that how computers work still with magnets? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Laser range finder? I All guess right. if you're using if one now in you your day to day. Yeah. Oh, let me report. The bad guys are 221 meters out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that's really that important to me. Um, solar array equipment, charge controllers. Now, that's cool. Now, solar, I believe the solar panels should be okay. Okay. I saw that they, they said there's a, maybe a 10% loss of effectiveness with really? with some solar with most okay. solar panels. panels. Now, but, if but, you have, if you're getting your power from solar right now, you should be okay. You should still be on, on point. Your house, uh, your charge controller, you might want to back up. Okay, um, that's basically what converts it. You mm-hmm. know, as you take it out, that's gonna maybe be an issue. Those can uh, be taken out, so you might All want right. backups. Set that aside. I agree. Your panels should be good to go. Should be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what? You can send me an email after the EMP if it doesn't work out, and I will apologize. All so right. That's good, on good the table. Um, radiation detector, if you're paranoid. Uh-huh. Um, I guess if you're near that nuclear power plant we were talking about that shuts down, yeah, then maybe that's a uh, something you need to be concerned about. Now, um, we did do the, the video about building our own Faraday cage. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about... Um, about what we wanted to do if we're going to put one together. All right. Uh, I, I did a, a few little um, tests uh, basically with just uh, radios and, and uh, cell phones. Um, some of the things that don't work, um, metal filing cabinets. Didn't work. Didn't work. Um, it's See, not a complete always... seal. All right. And hypothetically, if you were to tape that up, I think so. Yeah, it should work. Um, so the tape we're talking about, that like aluminum foil tape, so you use for uh, like around your furnace or what you should be using for your dryer vent. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will use duct tape. That's not going to do it. Thing. But the metal 
vent tape. Right. That should work. Um, the other thing, uh, another one that makes a good uh, good Faraday cage, um, ammo box. Ammo cans. Um, not but a again, lot of people have those, but they're not... tape. Right. And any anything that we talk about, you can't just take uh, an ammo box and, and expect it to work just fine because the electricity is going to go through the inside of that ammo box too, on the inside of that metal. Yes. So you're going to have to make a barrier. Uh, just so your electronics aren't t- touching it directly, um, you know whether it's cardboard or uh, or mylar bags or you had uh, static electricity bags. Yes. Uh, what were those called? Um, I, I think they're called static bags. Okay. Um, you have to you have to put something in inside to insulate your devices from uh, the Faraday cage itself. Um, uh, microwave ovens. Do not work. Do not work. They there's too many uh, too many ranges outside of the microwave. Uh, the microwave oven itself shields from microwaves. Okay. But it's not shielding from all the uh, the wavelengths that you're trying to uh, protect from. So that's not the uh, not the ideal. What I did was uh, I got a galvanized trash can, um, lined the inside with insulate with uh, cardboard for insulation. Yeah. And um, worked pretty well got the lid on you know got the lid on tight and uh wasn't able to get anything through that um another simple experiment i did that worked really well with my cell phone at least is i uh wrapped it up in um a ziploc bag and wrapped it in an aluminum foil and um yeah it protected it pretty well so it looks like uh even even just a, a coating of aluminum foil would would uh you know, protect your equipment. whatever. Right, right. Uh, You had a trash can that you would have gotten together too, right? But a a small trash can. Mm -hmm. Um, I went into Lois, I looked at the big ones. Big ones were about 22 bucks. Mm -hmm. And they had these small, I think they were like five gallon, something like that. Right. And they were were like 15 bucks. But I just, for space, I was like, oh, that kind of works. I might do two of them. Yeah. Um, They just seem easy to kind of hide right and if you know if you're going to stock up and you're going to put some stuff in there um a metal trash can is a good container just to uh keep things safe keep things from getting wet keep things from uh you know it's a good place to keep things just in general so i mean if you're going to put things in there you can take them take them in and out and uh do what you want with it but uh just a regular storage space it's a great you know great piece of equipment for that all right now i did have a list of uh kind of what will go down in an EMP, things you might lose, like, infrastructure-wise. Okay. Um, again, they're, uh, they talk about, and I guess this is to get you thinking of what might go away. Okay. You know, to kind of get you kind mm-hmm. of aware how to prepare. Um, electricity generation. So, obviously, the grid goes down. Right. Um, gasoline production and transportation and distribution. Right. Like you said, your car breaks down. That's cool. You turn, you know, you turn it back Stop, on. Yeah. But where is your nearest gas station? Do you always keep your gas tank half full mm-hmm. or more? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Yeah. You might um, have a maximum range of uh of 200 miles and yeah. um you've got a, got about a year to 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 use that 200 miles. That's it. Um, your heat, your home heat might go down, so you're going to lose... Right. Your furnace is, you know, you might have a full tank of oil, but if your furnace isn't lighting, 
you know, then it, you're not gonna, you're not, it's not gonna help you out very much. Now you can use your kerosene heater to get that oil mm -hmm. and burn it, but like I said before, it's gonna leave some smoky, cloudy. Right. And do you have a pump in your house? Do you have a pump to pump out your tank? If not, you should. You should. If not, learn how to siphon and suck in that diesel. Mm -hmm. And by the way, that might cause throat cancer. That's my little disclaimer. Okay. All right. That and um. Satellite and land-based communication. Okay. All right. GPS um, isn't going to work. Cell phones, cell phones aren't going to work. Data centers, um, control centers, power supplies, cooling. Okay. Air conditioning. So anything that uh, is refrigerated is is you're out of luck. Anything that was going to be shipped um, with refrigeration is you're you're down. Railroads. You're you're basically out of meat, and except for what you can hunt, or maybe you, have you uh, paid attention when I talked about building the smoker, mm -hmm. and maybe you're outside smoking your meat after that. EMP. Yeah, I got I got shelves of potted meat to, that I can't wait to not eat. Oh, that hurts. Spam that, for for that weeks. Hurts. That would be terrible. Oh, this is a big one. The stock exchange. Going down. Oh. You're, it's you're just digital like, numbers, what about man. My day trading. Now, just no. digital numbers, man. How much cash do you have in your wallet? Um, but yeah, think about that. Your ATM, ATM isn't going to work. It's gone. And any record of uh, what you had in your bank account is uh, not going to exist anymore. Iron Mountain. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We got one right down up the gotcha, street. Yeah. All right. So, uh, water supply. You know, your fresh water if it's municipal. Yeah, it'll work. We talked about this. It'll, it'll work, work for, for a little, little while. while, right? Uh, but what would what you would want to do is is start using it up before everybody else starts flushing their toilets. Fill up your bathtub. Fill up all the containers in your in your cabinets. Fill up everything that you have in your uh, refrigerator. Like all we your Tupperware. The water bob. Fill yep. it up, I know man. We mentioned this. Fill yep. it up because if you have a water tower, it's a race between you and your neighbors when you're gonna who's gonna drain it faster. Now. Public health, so hospitals, ambulances, mental health facilities. Mm -hmm. And then I have to point out, what about the prisons? Do they just shoot them all? Or do they let those bastards out? I don't know, man. It's a good question. Depends on who your, your local CO is. All right. Well, how close do you live to a prison? And maybe how close do you want to live to a prison? Mm -hmm. You know, one thing, interestingly. Tell me. One thing that doesn't go down with an EMP guns no guns will no. still work what if you have one of those like awesome laser ones that you see that charge up and well i'm, I'm talking about i'm talking oh, about the guns? guns of your neighbors oh of uh you know the asshole that lives down the street now i did read about your uh congressman bartlett is actually mentioned in the book oh was he in the book he is in the book yeah um they talk about you know he uh is a scientist, an engineer, an inventor with 20 patents. Yeah. Um, few members of Congress understood the threat of EMPs except Congressman Bartlett. Yeah, he seemed like an interesting character. He held a series of congressional hearings on the threat, including the first unclassified hearing ever held on the subject. The hearings proved that in the wake of a collapse of the Soviet Union, Americans defense and intelligence communities stop paying attention and mm -hmm. he seemed to think the threats were pretty real yeah yeah he uh he i saw his name in a lot of the uh articles i read he seems like an interesting character um 
Again, I recommend uh, looking him up. He's an interesting guy. He's retired now. He's not a senator anymore. But uh, he's still got a got a big compound up in West Virginia that he's uh, you know building cabins for all his family members to come uh, and join him at the end of the world. Nice. So, Freddie, I did read about your Carrington event. Um, mm-hmm. We covered that last week. Right. Um, I think that about wraps it up. I Is that know. up? What else? For I, tonight? Did you oh, got anything else? Yeah, no, you know what I wanted to mention? Unrelated to this, I got a text message the other day that somebody was using my card up at uh, Gander Mountain buying things. Was it me? No, it wasn't you. And I'm pretty uh, careful about this. I make sure that I change out my card numbers, right. you know, every six months or a year. Uh, it's been about six months since I last changed my card out. I got a bank that, you know, I can just go in there with my card and tell them I didn't want a different one. They'll do it right there. It's not like, like a two-week it. wait. And uh, But, yeah, I had to go down there and fill out fraud paperwork and all that sort of stuff. So just, uh, you know, be careful, man. Check your bank statements. Because if I hadn't happened to uh, purchase something 100 miles away at the exact same time. And they were like, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah. A friend of mine was tell- telling me that it's all based on algorithms. Ooh. And... Um, the possibility that you can be using these things, uh, you know, what the likelihood is. And uh, he said, great way to get your card shut off is to uh, go fill up two tanks of gas and then go buy a pair of sneakers. Because apparently that's what people do when they steal your bank, your bank yeah. card. Yeah. All they right. go bring their buddy down and they all fill up their gas tank and then they go buy new, sho- new shoes. I like some new kicks. So if you want to try it out. I recommend uh, giving yeah. it a go and seeing what happens. So in order to to get my uh, Faraday cage set up here and, and do all this stuff, I, uh, I've been making some purchases, mm-hmm. some some new batteries, some solar chargers and walkie-talkies right. and all these things. So I bought this uh, Motorola Talkabout handheld radio. Okay. And... Uh, you know, it seems pretty cool. Seems like, you know, like we just talked about, the comms would be pretty cool at the end of the world. Um, so I'm reading it, and it says, if you have a car equipped with an airbag, don't use it. Okay. And I'm like, huh, well, that's weird. Do you think the RF is, you know, messing with it, and it's going to blow up in your face or whatever? Just driving so down the street, talking on your reading. Motorola, and it I goes off? I keep reading, and it says... Because when that fucking airbag goes off, it's going to blast this radio right into your face. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that could be. That makes sense. That's kind of interesting. I mean, you no. shouldn't be talking on your phone and driving no. anyway, right? Well, no, Hypothetically. but this is a handheld radio. Oh, is that different? I don't, I don't know. even know if that's legal in New I don't York. Know, I, know, I know you can't talk on your cell phone, but no, officer. This is a, this is a, a uh, CB. CB. Yeah, it's a walkie-talkie. CB, I was called Crazy Cooter. <laughs> <laughs> So that's an option. Um, the other thing, turns out that uh, you know I, I fix the uh, the appliances, the washers and dryers, and all that crap. Yeah. So Samsung had this big recall on all their washing machines. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, they spin so freaking fast. I know because they've been Sears has been calling, and they're like, "Look, can't you do these repairs for us?" Apparently, we will pay you. $55 per washer that you go out and fix and you only need to buy like $80 worth of tools <laughs> and 
it only takes you 12 minutes to repair them. Mm, how long is and it we'll taking you to get the video house, of though. how to do it uh-huh. and the video of how to do the repair so you watch a guy do the repair mm-hmm. the video is like 45 minutes what so my buddy agrees to do this okay and he's like but look i'm only gonna do the ones that i pick and choose said he goes to sleep and wakes up and there's 55 messages on his cell phone of pissed off people going, why aren't you coming out to fix my Samsung washing machine? So apparently he tells me what happened is the, uh, and I'm sure this is all hearsay. I'm just making stuff up. So mm. don't go hating Samsung. But it turns out these things shake so much in spin that the plastic drum starts breaking apart and pieces start shooting all over the place. So the lid of the washing machine flew off and hit a lady in the face and broke her jaw. Holy crap! Another guy was in there and the headboard smashed, shattered into little plastic pieces and hit the guy like shrapnel (laughs) and holes in his sheetrock. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so they want you to go out and put some like little rubber cushions and maybe right. it You never know where the danger's going to come from, man. Yeah. So, you know, stay prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you work for Samsung, I just made that up. That wasn't really true. Don't say Don't sue me for uh, spreading hate about your products. But uh, if you don't work for Samsung, absolutely that was true. <laughs> Holy shit, that's fucked up. But, uh, Anyway, so there you have it. And uh, don't buy Samsung washing machines. All right. And, uh, yeah, any uh, ideas, things you want to put in your Faraday cage? Preppingbadass at gmail.com. Let us know. Maybe go on the iTunes, leave a review. Mm -hmm. Tell me about your Faraday cage supply. You can come to our uh, website. We're going to post uh, some videos on our our website. That's the thing. I want you guys to uh, be pretty cool if you went on YouTube. Searched out Prepping Badass. Maybe subscribe to our channel. Uh-huh. And either way, you should check out these Faraday Cage videos. You can uh, see Kevin and Chuck in action. Again, I'll put uh, some link in the show notes. Otherwise, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.